Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Faith comes by hearing and hearing of the Word of God. Everywhere Jesus went, He preached, He taught, because He knew that people will receive from God when they have faith. So it's important to have the ministry of teaching and preaching in the church so that we can understand the Word of God. The Lord has prompted my heart to teach about knowing the Holy Spirit. The Lord told me that the most important person in your life on earth here, His name is the Holy Spirit. He is with you, He is in you, and He is over you, on you. If Christians don't know the Holy Spirit, don't have relationship with the Holy Spirit, don't know how to walk by the Spirit and depend on the Spirit, they will miss a lot on earth here. We need to know the third person of the Trinity very well. The Father is in heaven. Jesus is the right hand of the Father. But the Holy Spirit is on earth here in the believers and on the believers. And everything you do 24-7, you should be aware and sensitive, aware of and sensitive to His presence, His guidance, and His leading. And how can we walk with Him or walk by Him and live by Him without knowing Him, without understanding who He is? It's so important to know who we work with. i give you an example. When I perform surgery, I have an assistant. He is a physician assistant. And this man has worked with me for 10 years. He knows every single step of my surgery. He even can tell the scrub nurse what the next equipment that she needs to hand it to me because he knows in my mind exactly what I'm going to do next step because we have worked together for 10 years. Sometimes when I have other assistant, my surgery, instead of taking three hours, it may take four hours because the assistant did not know what I'm doing next. So it will spend more time on finding the equipment and finding what to do. But with the right assistant, I can get the surgery done very fast. And the same thing as we walk together with the helper, the Holy Spirit. If we know Him very well, we can connect to Him and work with Him fruitfully, successfully, and powerfully every single day. I'm not talking about for preaching and teaching, for witnessing, but 24-7, even driving in your car, talking to your customer, performing surgery, teaching in the class at school. Every single step of your life, you need to learn how to hook up to the Holy Spirit and to be led by Him every single minute of your life. You need to learn how to do that all the time, not just on Sunday or while you're teaching in the care group, but 24-7, recognize Him, be aware of Him, and hook up to Him and follow Him every single day. He's the best person to follow. He's the most powerful person that you should know and work with and follow. Amen? So I will read many scriptures to teach you to understand the Holy Spirit. And as you understand who He is, you can have faith in Him and you can work with Him and your life will never be the same. You will live a life like the eagle above the plane of the storm. You will live a supernatural life. You shall be led like the disciples in the book of Acts. You shall see miracles and supernatural things happen in your life because the Holy Spirit is working with you all the time. Unfortunately, many Christians ignore Him most of the time. 
many Christians don't even know Holy Spirit and never even talk to the Holy Spirit until they die, and that is very sad because they lack the knowledge and understanding. Amen. The Holy Spirit has all the functions that the Father wants to do with you. He is everything for your life. So that's why we need. When you look in the Bible, you can see that the Holy Spirit leads us to pray. The Holy Spirit teaches when you read the Bible. I'm reviewing from. Last few times that we have studied about this issue, the Holy Spirit is our counselor. He gives us the idea what to do every day in my office when I put the films up to look at the X-ray of my patients. Right away, I will listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit and ask Him to show me exactly what's going on in the picture in the MRI or CT scan. And it will show me where need to be fixed, what part of the body. I've seen so many patients who suffer for 15 years, 20 years because other surgeon missed something in the X-ray. But when they came to me, the Holy Spirit showed me little problem in the back of spine, and the Lord say, "Fix that." And after I fix the problem, the suffering and the pain that the patient had for 15 years went away when they woke up from the surgery. And that is not my work. That is the work of the Holy Spirit. Because I learn how to listen to the counselor all the time. Amen. When you pick up the phone, talk to your mother-in-law, and she yell at you, you need to listen to the Holy Spirit. What to say next? What to do? Instead of using your flesh to respond, but walk by the Spirit of God. Amen. And the devil doesn't want the Holy Spirit to be around the church. That's why he doesn't like revival service like this, because you're going to be touched by the Holy Spirit and filled with the Holy Spirit. He doesn't want the Holy Spirit to be known and be functioning in the church, because one of the ministry of the Holy Spirit is to help all of us to glorify Jesus and to know Jesus more. When you read the book of the Bible, you read the information about Jesus, about God the Father, and it's all about information. Jesus did this. Jesus did that. He talked this and he talked that this way and that way, but it's all historical and information. But who gonna make us our spirit to really know Him personally? I have experience. I have been Christian for 32 years. In the first many years of my life, I was not filled with the Holy Spirit, and only in the past 15 years that I have been in the fire of God and in revival. And I learned one thing is that the Holy Spirit make Jesus so real to me, like out of the page of the Bible. And it's not by intellectual ability from the Bible school or from the classroom, but it's the revelation. It's something you cannot explain by human words. It's supernatural. It's spiritual. You cannot use medical or scientific textbook to explain who Jesus is. You cannot use the internet and YouTube and all this technology to make you know Jesus better than the Holy Spirit Himself. You will know and you know and you know, and you begin to glorify and love Jesus more when you are filled and walk by the Spirit, because the Spirit of the Living God leads you to know and to have fellowship with the Son of the Living God. That's why, as a pastor of the church. I promise God that as long as I live, the church here will never quit being filled with the Holy Spirit, and we will never be a shame of the Spirit of the Living God, because I know that those who stay in the church and don't quit and walk out, they will know Jesus and they will fall in love with Jesus 
by the Spirit of God. Amen. I am concerned about members knowing God more than come here to socialize together and kind of have a good time in the service. But we want to make sure that all the members know the Lord Jesus Christ and have relationship with Him. Amen. The Holy Spirit helped all the disciples in the early church to function and to do the ministry. And that's what we learned last time. The Holy Spirit is so important. He is involved in every page, almost every chapter of the Bible. If you study the Bible carefully, you can see that the Holy Spirit starts from Genesis chapter 1, even, and down to the book of Revelation. One of our models that we should follow is the Lord Jesus Himself. The Lord Jesus Himself came into the world in the form of a man, like you and me. He took the body, the flesh, and came into the world as a human being. He did not perform miracle. He did not go out to preach like a preacher for many years until one day he was anointed by the Holy Spirit. In other words, he wanted to form a pattern for us that if he, the Son of the living God, living in the physical flesh body like this, need the Holy Spirit, how much more we will need the Holy Spirit in every day's life. I believe with all my heart that the Lord Jesus Christ, while He was on earth, He was led by the Holy Spirit every single second. Every word He said did not come from His own mind. It came from the Holy Spirit, which came directly from the Father. Do you know that Jesus was born by the Spirit of God? The Bible says in Luke chapter 1, verses 34 to 35, Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. So you see that the Holy Spirit was totally involved in the birth of Jesus Christ. He was born by the Spirit. And before he began the ministry, what happened in Luke chapter 3, verses 21 to 22, when all the people were baptized, and it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. And while he prayed, the heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven which said, You are my beloved Son. In you I am well pleased. This happened just before he went out to do the ministry. Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit. Did you notice the Bible used the word upon for Mary? And here the Bible used the word descending on Jesus. So you can see that this is about power. The Holy Spirit can relate to us three ways. With us, I remember before I was born again, the Holy Spirit was with me, but not in me. Because when my brother-in-law and sister witnessed to me, I heard the voice speaking to me, Come home, son. Come home, son. I was not born again yet. The Holy Spirit was speaking to me. He was with me when I heard the testimony from my sister. But after I received Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit is in me as the guarantee, deposit for my salvation. But it's not enough. The Holy Spirit has to come on me to fill me, to anoint me for the supernatural thing in my life. The supernatural birth of Jesus happened by the coming on of the Holy Spirit. 
the Lord Jesus Christ was empowered to do the ministry by the coming on of the Holy Spirit. Tonight, the Holy Spirit gonna come on the people who are hungry to go out to do the work of God. And most of you are believers already, and you have the Holy Spirit in you, but you need the Holy Spirit to come upon you again and again. That's why the Bible used the term anointing, because anointing means rubbing the oil on something. Everyone say on. Everyone say upon. Rubbing on and upon. The Holy Spirit come and rub on you and come upon you. In Luke chapter 4, 14 and 15, when Jesus walked out to do the ministry, the Bible say, then Jesus returned in the diploma from the Bible school with the position of apostle of a big denomination with a cross on his neck. Is that right? And with the title from the church called deacon and elders? <laughs> no. The Bible said, then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee, and news of him went out through all the surrounding region, and he taught in the synagogues, being glorified by all. Jesus did not go out to do the ministry with the diploma and say, I'm one of the Pharisees. I have a title of a leader of the synagogue. What is the most important thing in his life, in his ministry? Not title, not diploma from the Bible school. Yes, he knows the Bible. He knows the Bible better than all of us. But he walked out with the presence of the Spirit of God. The most important person in the world is the Spirit of the living God. That's why the Bible says in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good. When you're anointed by the Holy Spirit, you are not going out to cheat, to commit adultery, to watch pornography, to lie, to do all the corrupted things, but you to go out to do good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. This is a powerful scripture, and I use this scripture for my life. When I go on mission trip, or I come to church on Sunday, or when I perform surgery, every time I got on the airplane to go on the mission trip, I just went to San Diego last weekend, and I talked to God. Lord, beside my wife on the plane with me, what I need in this trip is the presence of God, is the anointing of the Holy Spirit. When I walk into that building, when I step up on the stage to minister, when I begin to give counseling to the pastors and teams of the churches there, anoint me, give me the word of wisdom, give me the word of knowledge, give me the power to do good and to set the captive free. I need your anointing. That's all I cried out to God. I don't go to San Diego or Thailand or Japan or Germany with any title from the church. I just want the presence of the Holy Spirit. That's why I learned how to stir up the fire and the Spirit of God on the inside of me because I need Him more than anything else in my life. He healed the sick by the Holy Spirit. He cast out demons by the Holy Spirit. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 28, But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. If you want to cast out demons, you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You cannot cast out demons by showing the demon, a uh, demon, I have a title in the church, I'm a pastor. The demon doesn't care you are a pastor or not. Or you show to the demon, I have MD from the Bible school. The demon doesn't care you have MD from the Bible school. Amen? What he is afraid is the anointing, the Holy Spirit. And 
the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit was the one who keep Jesus living a holy life. In Hebrew chapter 9, verse 14, how much more then will the blood of Jesus, who through the eternal Spirit offer Himself unblemished to God throughout His life on earth here, the Holy Spirit keep Jesus unblemished, holy and pure. Amen. One thing that the Holy Spirit spoke to me all this time about being a minister and preacher and and trained pastor in the body of Christ. He said to me that holiness is more that important than the gift. Because if you have the gift, but you live a messy life, sinful life, you will fall one day. And it's going to be messy. And it's going to hurt a lot of people. Because many people follow you because you are gifted. So the Holy Spirit speaks to me all the time. Actually, the mission that God gave to me, this is the mission. He said that prepare the holy bride of Christ. So my calling is to build the church that will be ready to meet the groom. And the church needs to be holy and pure. So definitely, we need the power, we need the anointing. But what's going to cause us to last to the end is not just having anointing, but to have a holy life. And how can we have a holy life? We need the ministry of the Holy Spirit to cleanse us, to convict us, to take care of us, to really help us, empower us to overcome the flesh and the sin on the inside of Him. In fact, I am more careful about how I walk with God than how I do the ministry. I watch my life very carefully, how I walk with Him. In other words, who I am more than what I do. If I have smaller church, but I live a holy life that please God, compared to having a huge church, look big, look successful, but my life is in a mess. I cheat, I commit adultery, I rather have a small church, but live a holy life to please God. Because holiness is important to the eyes of God. Our God is holy, and He called us to be holy. Amen? That's why we don't want any manipulation around here. We don't want any demonic things and controlling in the church because all these things are not holy, but it's all demonic and earthly and soulish and the things of the world. We want to follow the Holy Spirit. Amen? So the Holy Spirit is so important to Jesus. We need the Holy Spirit. I read all this scripture, and I say all of these things to stir you up. Number one, to realize that you need to Know the Holy Spirit. Two, you need to work with Him and walk with Him. And if you know Him who He is and exactly what He can do for you and with you, then your life will be on another plane, a higher plane and a higher mountain. Amen. The Bible says in Zechariah chapter 4, verses 6 to 7, So He said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. What are you, O mighty mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you will become level ground. The Bible says, not by man's might, not by man's power, but by the spirit of the living God. I have learned hard way when I started the ministry many years ago because I am a highly educated person. So I tend to Use my own intellect, my own ability. I'm a hard-working man. I work very hard. And I sleep very small amount of hours at night because I work hard. And I want to get the job done by my own ability. But it did not go well the first many years of my ministry. Until one day I repented and I began to realize that the success of the ministry came supernaturally by the Holy Spirit. 
not because I'm a great man. What I need to do is to make God happy, obey God, please God, and learn how to depend on the Holy Spirit and follow the Holy Spirit. And then miracles start to happen. And things happen supernaturally that I don't have to sweat that much. But God make it happen because I obey God. And the Holy Spirit make the mountain level. The Bible said that we all have mountains. Is that right? Even Jesus said in the Bible that if you say to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, it shall happen. So we all face mountains in life. Your mountain may be financial problem, may be sickness, may be some hindrance in the ministry. Maybe your kids run away from God. Maybe your marriage is breaking down right now. You have trouble in your marriage. Something happened in your life. Maybe some bondage, something that hinder you from moving forward into the finish line, moving forward to the rewards of heaven, and that mountain is blocking you. And the person that can wipe out that mountain for you is the Holy Spirit. The Bible uses different terms of the things that block us. In another scripture, talk about something that hold us back, block us, and hinder us from being fruitful and running to the finish line. Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27, It shall come to pass in that day that his burden, this is the burden of the devil, the burden of the world, the burden of the flesh, will be taken away from your shoulder. If you have burden in your shoulder, you cannot run very fast. You may have to give up your race because it's too heavy. The burden on your shoulder and his yoke, the yoke of the enemy from your neck. If you have the yoke on your neck, you cannot go. It stops you from going forward with God. And the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing oil or because of the presence of of the Holy Spirit. Zechariah said that the mountain will be wiped out by the Holy Spirit. Isaiah said that the burden in your shoulder will be removed and the yoke will be destroyed by the Holy Spirit. And that's what Jesus did when he came to the world. Jesus did not do the ministry just because he's a great smart man. Everywhere he went, he brought the Garden of Eden. He brought the blessing that Adam should have had, that mankind should have had all these years. But Adam lost it when he broke the covenant with God. Jesus, the last Adam, came into the world to reestablish the Garden of Eden for your life. Everywhere he went, he was able to bring the Garden of Eden back there. When I say Garden of Eden, I hope you understand what it means. I'm not talking about the physical Garden of Eden. I'm talking about the blessing, the authority, the power, the abundance, the victory. How did he do that? In the Bible, Luke chapter 4, verses 18 and 19. The Spirit of the Lord is on me. Everyone say on. When Jesus was born, the Spirit was in him because he was born by the Spirit. But at the Jordan River, he was filled. The Holy Spirit was on him. But it was not on him only one day. It was on him all the time. The Spirit of the Lord was on me because he has anointed. Remember Isaiah 10.27 talking about anointing. Break the yoke, remove the burden, has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoner. The prison, the iron bar, blocked people from being free to go out to do the great things for God. So he proclaimed freedom. The anointing break the yoke. The anointing destroy the jail, the bar. And recovery of sight for the blind. And to release the oppressed, the yoke oppressed people. He released the oppressed to proclaim the years of the Lord's favor. 
why it's so important to have the Holy Spirit or have the anointing in our life. Because if wherever you go, if you have the anointing, when you speak, when you lay hand, when you minister, when you encourage people, the power from your voice, the power from your hand, the power from your presence, because the presence of God is there with you, will break the yoke, will set the captive free, will cause the burden to be removed from people's life. How many people want to live that way? How many people want to be like little Jesus, walking around on earth with the Spirit of God is upon you, and you can preach the good news, you can set the captive free, you will be the vessel of God in the end time to remove the mountains, tear down the iron bars, and set the captive free. The oppressed will be free because the anointing is upon you. I want to be like that. Because Jesus knew that he had the anointing. He had the Holy Spirit upon him. He can say in Matthew chapter 11, verse 30, For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Isaiah 10, verse 27, talk about the yoke of the devil and talk about the burden of the devil. That's so heavy, so burdened. It's like a big mountain. It's like an iron bar of jail or prison that blocked you from being effective. I had gone through that before in my life, before the anointing came upon me. I was in a lot of bondage in my life, a lot of burdens and a lot of sinful habit in my life. But then Jesus came in, the anointing came in, and he took away the burden and the yoke of the devil. And now he said, I give you a new one, a good one. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now you can serve me in a restful spirit. You don't need to worry anymore. You can be calm. You can rest in the Lord every single day. When the storm comes, you can stop the storm of your life. You can have victory, ruling, and reigning in life as kings and priests on earth here. Now everything is going to be easier for you because I give you my name, the name that is above all names. Because I give you the anointing, the Holy Spirit that will empower you to bring the Garden of Eden back to the world. And I give you the Bible, the Word of God, the sword of the Spirit to fight against the enemy. And I give you the angels, the goodness and the mercy to follow you all the days of your life. Amen. I will anoint your head with oil or with the Holy Spirit. Wow, Christian life should be easier than before because now we have all these things in our life. Amen? God wants to give us the anointing. And as the anointing comes upon our life, He will teach us. He will show us what to do. When you read the Bible, He will show us and teach us step by step. When you minister, He will show you what to do. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 27, the Bible says, As for you, the anointing you receive from Him remains in you, and you do not need anyone to teach you. It doesn't mean that you don't need a teacher, but it means that the Holy Spirit also confirms what you learn. He can teach you. But as His anointing teaches you about all things, everyone say all things, not just only certain things, all things. And as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it has taught you and remain in you. So we need to hook up to the anointing. And the anointing will teach us, show us what to do. When you speak to somebody, the Holy Spirit will tell you the motive behind those words. The Holy Spirit will tell you exactly what you need to do. Amen? Learn how to hook up to the Holy Spirit. Be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Be aware of the Holy Spirit. How many times a day you talk to the Holy Spirit? How often you open your spiritual ears and listen to Him? Or you are running your own life all the time. You are your own boss and you just tell yourself what to do. And you use your intellect, your smart brain, your own ability to analyze and think 
And nothing wrong about analyzing and thinking. Okay, don't take me wrong. I'm not saying that you shut your brain off. Why you analyzing and thinking? You should also open your ears, listen. I'm talking about spiritual ear, listening to the Holy Spirit because He can see deeper and future and something that your eyes, your brain cannot understand and see. He can show you. He can teach you. He can lead you, and you will make less mistakes in your life. And you're gonna see the supernatural. And successful outcome. Amen. When we talk about being filled with the Holy Spirit, or talk about lay hand and fill with the Holy Spirit in the church. Come out, lay hand on, Holy Spirit come upon you. By the way, the laying on of hand is the A B C in the Bible, not X Y Z. Some people walk into our church here and say, "What is going on here? He lay hand. I never heard in the Bible. I never seen this in the church." By the way, it's A B C. It's a basic doctrine: salvation, baptism, the doctrine of faith, and the doctrine of the laying on of hand is a basic doctrine in the Bible. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't practice in the church. That was why the member lack blessing. God used the laying on of hand to impart the blessing all over the Bible. Listen to the CD series called "The Laying on of Hand" of our church. You can download from the CD table on Sunday the whole series. I don't know how many sermon in there. Listen to the whole series about the laying on of hand, please. So you know that it's all over the Bible. And people who say that I never seen this because they never read the Bible. When we lay hand and impart the Holy Spirit upon people, people. Like, oh, and run away and say, "I don't want this thing. I don't want the Holy Spirit." Wow, they miss a lot. You know why? I read the Bible for you. Job chapter thirty-three, verse four. The Spirit of God has made me. The breath of the Almighty gives me life. Who created the heavens and the earth and human and give life to Adam and Eve and human being? Who is the Creator? God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Trinity equal have absolute equality, but different functions and different ministry. The Holy Spirit is the Creator. He created the heavens and the earth. Are you glad that the Creator want to come upon you and touch you and fill you up? The Creator want to come upon me, touch me and fill me. I'm not gonna run away. I love it to have the Creator come and hug me and fill me. In Genesis chapter one verse two, now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. The Father was on the throne. Jesus was at the right hand of the Father in heaven at that time. He had not come down to the earth yet. And who was in the messy world and changed the messy world into order? And form the human and the animal and the plant. Who was on earth making it happen? The Spirit of the Living God. God the Father commanded. He spoke, "Let it be light." Who make light? The Holy Spirit. He spoke, "Let let us make man in our image." What make man alive? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was the Creator. I remember I went to Thailand a few months ago, and right before we flew up to Chiang Mai, a Thai movie star. Was standing in the airport. And he was really good looking, and I saw a lot of women and men around him, and took picture with him and videotape, and was standing there writing his signature. And then I pushed Pasada in there and took picture too. I pushed my daughter in there, took picture too, put in our album now and Facebook because they took picture with movie star celebrity of Thailand, good looking man. We were so excited to meet this celebrity. I want to tell you the most powerful and the best celebrity of the whole universe 
is the Holy Spirit. Why in the world you want to meet the movie star, but when the Holy Spirit comes to the church, oh, bye-bye, run away. No lay hand on me. Don't let the Holy Spirit touch me. He is the creator. He's the most famous person in the world. One day you're going to be in front of him in heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. Psalm 104, verse 30. When you send your spirit, they are created and you renew the face of the earth. Wow. Who created everything? The Holy Spirit. You should desire Him. You should want to have fellowship with Him. You should want to be filled by Him. You should want to walk with Him every single day. He created the heavens and the earth from nothing. So to get a job for you is a piece of cake. To get a boyfriend for you, piece of cake. To get a spouse for you, piece of cake. Amen? He can create. You don't need to worry if you walk with Him. He has all power of the universe. And if He can create Adam from nothing, your problem in your life is nothing, a piece of cake. That's why He can wipe out mountain. He can destroy the joke and the burden from your life. He is so powerful. I want to, you to really have a relationship with the Holy Spirit and know that you are fellowshipping with the Creator. And He is very creative and He's so powerful. He can do all things that man cannot do. Let us have that deep fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Amen? Definitely you can do that because of the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus opened the door for you to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit without being a Christian, without accepting the Lord Jesus and the blood of Jesus, you cannot have fellowship with the Holy Spirit and anointed by the Holy Spirit. Amen? Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is so important. Isaiah 11, verses 1 to 2. A truth will come up from the stump of Jesse, talking about Jesus. The Lord Jesus Christ is a descendant of King David and Jesse. From his roots, a branch, capital B, talking about the Messiah, will bear fruit. The Spirit, why he bear fruit? The Spirit of the Lord will rest on him. Everyone say on him. We need the Holy Spirit to rest on us. The Spirit of wisdom, of understanding, the Spirit of counsel and of power, the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. If you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you walk by the Spirit of God, you will be filled with the wisdom of God. You will have the understanding of the things that natural man cannot understand. I want to encourage you one thing. Please don't be just natural man. A lot of time we just look at the things naturally, evaluate things naturally. Be spiritual. Look at things from the biblical point of view and from the eyes of the Holy Spirit and understand things. See things from the spiritual point of view. Amen? A lot of Christians are carnal and soulish. They always use their carnality and their brain to lead their life. But if you are spiritual, the Holy Spirit will lead you, give you wisdom and understanding, and you will see things in a different way that normal, natural man cannot see. Be a spiritual people. The Spirit of counsel, He will give you counseling, 
spirit of power. He will give you power, and the knowledge. He will give you understanding of the knowledge of the word of God and the fear of God, which means holiness. The fear of the Lord will cause you to hate sin and to stay away from sinful life. If you are filled with the Holy Spirit, the fear of God will make you not want to sin against God. You want to please Him. Amen. You need to have the Holy Spirit in your life. He is so important. He's so important. This is. How Jesus walked on earth. This should be the same way we walk on earth. Everything that Jesus did was dictated by the Father. Every single step of his life, which city he would go, what he gonna say, how he gonna heal the sick. Sometimes he lay hand. Sometimes he spit. Sometimes he used mud. Sometimes he just spoke. Sometimes he just touched. Whatever he did in his ministry was totally led and controlled by the Father. And who brought the message to the Lord Jesus Himself? John chapter 14 verse 31. But the world must learn that I love the Father, that I do exactly what my Father has commanded me. Come now, let us leave. Everyone say exactly. He was moved by the Father in every single step of His life, and that should be the way we live on earth here. Amen. We should be led by the Father every step of our life. But who brought the message from heaven to tell us what we need to do? There is a connection. The Father is in heaven. He's not on earth here. The Lord Jesus is a channel. We cannot get the message from the Father without the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why we come to Him in the name of Jesus. But who took the message from heaven and speak into our heart and tell us what to do? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will receive the message from God, the Father, and tell us what to do. Christians who understand this fact want to, to be filled with the Holy Spirit, want to fellowship with the Holy Spirit, will not tell the pastor, kick the Holy Spirit out of the church, will not stop the moving of the Holy Spirit in the church, will welcome the Holy Spirit because then the whole life will be led by the best person in the whole universe that is the Father in heaven. The Father in heaven will never make mistakes. He knows everything. He knows what is best for you. Sometime I talk to my patient, and then suddenly God spoke to me. Do this. Do that. Through the Holy Spirit. Then I did it. Many times God will show me many things in life. Driving, talking, ministering, preaching. Right now I'm listening to the Holy Spirit while I'm preaching. Yes, I have the outline, but I'm listening to the Holy Spirit at the same time what I need to say. I need to receive the message from God, the Father, through the Holy Spirit. I don't want to preach from Pastor Lau. I want to preach from God the Father. Yes, God give me the message. God give me the scripture. But when I step on the stage, God will give me what to say. The word exactly what to say. You need to be led by the Spirit of the living God. Amen? How many people want to live that kind of lifestyle? To be led by God. Sometimes the voice from God may be painful to you. For example, you may be mad at somebody and suddenly God, the Father, spoke to you by the Holy Spirit. Could you please forgive that person and go and reconcile? It may be difficult, but you need to obey. Amen? Maybe God speak to you. That person is in trouble financially. Go and give money to that person. You do it. Amen? God will lead you and guide you. Please don't be religious. Some people are, are religious. Oh, let me pray about it. The word, let me pray about it, a lot of time is religious. It means that I have to sit down and spend time talking to God 
God guide me and lead me. I am not against praying, but you know, if you have relationship, with, you hear the voice 24/7. God will fellowship with you all the time. You don't need to be on your knees that God will speak to you. It's about hooking up all the time, speaking in communion with God 24/7 all the time. Amen. You don't need to have a special prayer session to hear from the Holy Spirit. If you have that relationship with Him, can you imagine if I come to my wife and say, "Da, I need." A prayer session with you, Da. Speak to me right now. What do you want in my life? I think Pastor Da gonna look at me and say, "Are you crazy?" <laughs> I don't need to do that with my Father in heaven. I just all the time walking in relationship, in fellowship with Him, 24/7. Amen. I don't need to act religious on my knee, lift my hand up and shaking and. And make my eyes and say hallelujah like this. No, I don't need to. I just simple sitting and hearing, listening, talking to him, and no one else know about it. Just natural, supernatural in a natural way. So we're gonna continue next time about the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah! Because I was led by the Holy Spirit, <laughs> I could not finish it. So we're gonna continue to read more scripture and learn more and more. The more you understand, the more faith you have, the better you can relate to Him and walk with Him every single day. Amen. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at two zero six two seven five one zero four two. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. To them all gathered in your name, I lift to you this 